Welcome to the Self-Performance Strategies Podcast. Unlocking the secrets of self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The goal of this podcast is to help you create more freedom of time, money, and purpose. My name is Stephen, and I am your host. I believe there is always an easier way, and I am here to help you find it. Let's jump in to the SPS podcast. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 13th episode of the SPS podcast of the Self-Performance Strategies podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about being tactically lazy. And what do I mean about being tactically lazy? Well, tactically lazy or tactical laziness is basically just doing less and getting more results. You do things right the first time. You do things in a way that allows you not to have to come back to them so you don't have to do more work. That is what I call being tactically lazy. And we'll get into that, a deeper explanation of it, and also some strategies that I use on a daily basis to help me be tactically lazy. But that'll be later on the podcast. But let's start off like I do if in every episode with a quote. And this one comes from Bill Gates. It's, it's probably my favorite description of why being lazy is a competitive advantage. And Bill Gates once said, I choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. And that is the dictionary description of what I think tactical laziness is. It's all about finding an easier way to get your work done. Like in my life, I love to make things simpler. I don't want to do tons and tons and tons of work to get small results. I don't want to use my bare hands to move rocks from one place to another. I want to go and get a digger to help me do that. I want to go and hire a team of people to do that for me. Finding ways to do less work while improving results is the ethos behind being tactically lazy. It's an art and a skill. And one of the techniques that I used, especially in my last corporate roles before becoming a coach and something I actually teach my one-on-one clients is a good filter to introduce yourself to being tactically lazy is to use the three D's quite a lot. And the three D's are do, drop, delegate. Now, this is a system that I I've talked about maybe before. This is a system I'll talk about again. But the three Ds are very important because if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, if you're a leader, an executive, and you've got a lot of work coming to you, you've got a lot of noise around you, you need to have filters and processes set up that allow you to get the right work done at the right time. You need to have filters set up so you're not wasting your energy on stuff that you shouldn't be doing. And this is why do, drop, delegate is a very important idea. Do only the things that you are meant to do. Drop the things that are a time waste, a distraction or busy work and delegate as much as you can to VAs, to team members, to other partners, whatever that is in your situation. Anytime any work comes to you, you want to run it through that filter. Now, when I worked in a corporate environment as a leader, I always thought to myself quite quickly, do I have to do this job? Is this something that I'm actually doing? Or am I giving this to a team member, giving this to 
somebody who might need the experience so that they can work towards being promoted? Is this something I can delegate to somebody else? Or is this something I just completely ignore and drop? Or another part of drop, is this something that I push out onto the shelf? I put it onto the shelf. I just, it's, it's part of drop. I'm dropping it from my mental mind picture in, in this moment and I'm putting it on the shelf for a month. Now, I did that with a lot of work. It's always a filter that worked for me, but what it meant was I was always focusing on the most important work and I was doing what I was being paid to do and that was to get the right type of work done in the right time frames. Now, a lot of people in corporate environments, a lot of entrepreneurs, we get sucked into doing busy work. You know, it's essential for us to stay focused on the high dollar and high value activities daily. Many business owners I speak to actually struggle with this. It's one of the main things that I see when I first start working with business owners and executives and leaders is that they have let busy work become their main category of work, their emails, their notifications, their chores, their meetings. And that's not what pushes their KPIs forward, that pushes their results forward, that brings the money in, so to speak. So you need to find filters that stop you from spending your days drowning in this low value work. It causes a lot of frustration and it causes a lot of stress. So this lazy system, the first one that I'm talking about in this podcast is do, drop, delegate. Now that's an overall system. This is a sort of a philosophy, a mental model that you can use in really any environment. Doesn't matter what you're doing in life and listening to this podcast. If you can think about do, drop, delegate on a daily, weekly, monthly basis when it comes to your key work, you will slowly but surely only be doing high value and high dollar stuff. But you do need to go and figure out what your high dollar and high dollar stuff is first. And that, that's also an important part of being tactically lazy. Have you ever asked yourself this question, where can I do less work but improve my results? If you have asked that question, you might already be slightly tactically lazy. But that is a great question. And obviously I'll put the do job delegate and this idea about tactically lazy in the notes below so you can read it and think about it and implement it into your life. Moving on to the second part of this podcast, giving you a little description of what tactical laziness is, what it means to be tactically lazy. I give you sort of a framework of do job delegate. But now I wanna give you six systems, six hacks that you can use to help you get more done in less time. Now, I, I will give a little warning before I get through these systems and hacks. I don't believe in systems and hacks and optimizing until you actually have a big why and a big goal and you know what your high value and high dollar work is, okay? I'll repeat that. Know your why, know your targets and your key performance indicators, and know your high value and your high dollar work. You need to know all those things before you start using hacks and optimization. So I'll share these ideas with you, but don't come at me if they don't work in your life. If you haven't got those other things sorted out first, get your why sorted, know your high value, your high dollar work, know where you're going, know your targets, then use these systems on a daily basis. So the first system I wanna talk about is getting things done, G the GTD method. Now, this is from James Allen, I think. Uh, it's, it's sort of a, a adopted a little bit. I changed it up a little bit to suit me. Now, it's a five-step process of where you capture what you want to do, you clarify it, you organize it, you reflect back and make sure all of it needs to be done, and then you engage or take action to get it done. Now, I'll repeat that again. It's a little bit of a work pipeline, and it's the get things done method. Capture the work you need to get done, clarify it so it's simple, 
organize it, then reflect back and make sure it's right. Are we, are, are we good to go? Then take action, engage on it and get it done. And that's a five step process that I think about sometimes with larger projects. And if I'm doing something that's gonna be multiple steps, I wanna make sure I'm taking it through those five steps before engaging because there might be steps that you need to remove or add in once you get that view from the balcony. The second technique that I use most days is a variation of the Pompadour technique. You know what that is. We work in 25 minute bursts and then you have a five minute break and then you go back in and do another 25 minute burst. Now, I do this slightly differently. In my days in the morning, those first sort of two or three hours, I go hard for about 30, 40 minutes. Then I have a break. Then I go hard again for another 30, 40 minutes, have a break. Then I go hard again for about 30, 40 minutes. And then I take the dog out for a walk. But I do sprint, rest, sprint. That's how I, I, I work. It's not necessarily the Pompadouro technique, but the sprint, rest, sprint is how I approach my work with little, small, five, 10 minute micro breaks in between dipping into 40 minutes to an hour of work. It's just a framing, it's a mental model of how you maximize your energy to get your work done. The third system that I use to become more tactically lazy is task batching. I will do similar tasks at the similar time of day. Like I will do all my email at once. I will do all my client back of house work at one time. I will do all my Twitter work at one time, going into the engagement groups and anything that has to do with any of those LinkedIn or Twitter or any other social media. I'll do that all in the same sort of hour block. And what this does is it allows your brain to focus in on that task. Your brain loves to work like this. When you use task batching, you group similar things together and it eliminates strain on your brain and you maximize your productivity and you keep your brain happy. When you're multitasking, your brain's wired. You're all over the place. You're, you're frying your receptors. Your brain is like a pinball and a pinball machine, ding, 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 ding. But when you focus on a similar type of task in a time block, your brain's doesn't need to switch on as much and it's more relaxed. So task batching is actually scientifically proven to be good for your brain. The fourth strategy that I use on a daily basis, and this is a Brian Tracy idea, you've probably all heard this one, it's eating the frog. Eating the frog is getting the most challenging task done as soon as possible. While a task is usually the most important, it doesn't have to be. The main point of this is that the task is something that you have to get done that day. It's the task that allows you to build momentum in your day. Now, I always start my day with high dollar work. As soon as I do my little meditation journaling, boom, I'm straight into high dollar work. That is eating the frog for me. It might not necessarily be the task I dread the most to do, first thing, because I think that's the idea behind eat the frog. You take the task that you're most fearful of doing that day and you get it done. That's not necessarily how I use it to be, become more tactically lazy. How I do it is I make sure I'm getting really high dollar work done first thing in the morning, really important work to move my business forward. And then I move on to other things. And every single day, that first couple of hours of my day, I have done something that has the potential of making me money when it comes to my business. And that builds momentum for me. And that makes me tactically lazy because I'm doing something every day that has the potential content-wise to be sent out into the world that's gonna bring customers, clients, and people to me who I wanna work with. It's a great system. The fifth, tactically lazy hack or system that I use is MITs, most important tasks. Now I use this a bit differently than you'll see it reported on Google. A most important task is a single task that will take you 
run about a day to complete. Now, I use this system when I focus on one project all day. A daily sprint helping me complete a project or piece of work in under 24 hours. This system is great for starting a project, getting something big like a new program or a new course or a new project started. All you do is focus on it for one day. It's also an excellent way to complete a project or a larger task. Now, sometimes when I choose something to use this system on, this MIT system, it is something that I could get done within one day. Sometimes it spreads over to two days, but what you're doing is you're saying to your schedule, you're saying to your brain, instead of doing three or four things today, I'm only doing one thing. And often you've got to work your schedule and work your plan for that day. So a lot of the busy work that you might normally do after you do something big in the morning, that you're not getting sucked into that on that day, that you really clear your calendar. So when you get up in the morning, you're just going at this task all day long, going at this project. So that's how I, I use this MIT task, this most important task. And how does that make me tactically lazy? Well, what it does is a system that allows me to get work done that might take other people two or three weeks to get done because they try to do little bits at a time. I say, no, I'm just going hard at this. I know what I want to do. I've got an idea. I'm passionate about this idea. This idea is fueling me currently. Let's clear the calendar and just go at it. And when you start doing that more often, you will start completing a lot more projects and programs and getting work done that is actually really important for your business and your life a lot faster rather than letting things drag out for weeks and months or quarters you start getting things done in days and weeks, which is what you want to be aiming for if you want to be tactically lazy. The final and sixth tactically lazy system that I'm going to talk about, the hack, the hack of all hacks, journaling. Yes, I say journaling. Yes, it is a superpower. Journaling done well is a superpower. Say it out loud. Say it with me. Journaling done well is a superpower. Use your journal to plan your week, review your days, build your plans, Spending an hour on a Sunday planning your week can save you 10 hours a week. It gives you direction. For me, it is the ultimate lazy system. It is the ultimate tactically lazy system. If you know what you're focusing on and you haven't got lots of noise in your brain because you're journaling about it, you're planning it, you will get a lot more work done. You will work less than people around you and get more results. This is journaling. Journaling, ladies and gentlemen. You, hear, you heard it here first. You haven't heard it here first, but you, I'm letting you know. It is the tool, it is the lazy tool, it is the ultimate power. I can tell you from my own experience, journaling has propelled me forward over the last number of years, mentally, emotionally, even physically, because I'm able to track my workouts, I'm able to talk about what I'm struggling with. So journaling is the sixth tactically lazy tool that you need to use daily. Those were my six favorite tactically lazy systems. Six systems that I use so I can do less work and get more done. And I hope, I hope after listening to this podcast, you can adopt the tactically lazy mindset. You can ask yourself, how can I make this easier? How can I do less work and get more done? How can I get more results by putting in less effort? That is 10x thinking to some people. For me, it's being tactically lazy. I don't want to do work 10 times and get mediocre results. I want to do work once and get fantastic results. And that's something that I think we all would love to aspire to and work towards. I know I am continually refining to get to that point at some point in my life. How many times can I say point in a row? Anyway, thank you very much 
for joining me on the 13th episode of the SPS podcast. Thank you very much for listening to me talk about one of my favorite things, and that's being tactically lazy. Hopefully, I will speak to you in the next one. But before we go, if you want to hit me up on my socials, at Steve Timoney on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, that's at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y, Steve Timoney. Also, I am Stephen Timoney on my main website and LinkedIn, and that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y.com. Yeah, hit me up. Let me know what you think of the podcast. If you have any productivity, performance, or anything that you're struggling with and you want me to talk about it, send me a message, and I'm pretty sure I will have already written a thread or a tweet or a newsletter about that subject, and then I can dedicate an episode to you. But thanks very much for joining me on this 13th episode, and I will talk to you in the next one. Make it a good one.